This show is brought to you by Made by Super. Hiring a design studio is more necessary than you think. Your brand is important, and how it's represented shouldn't be phoned in. Whether it's your logo, website, messaging, online ads, environment, graphic design, or social media, you need professionals, thinkers, advocates for your brand, people that will make you look good. It will make a difference. Trust me. Go to madebysuper.com and hire great designers to get to work for you on your brand. Also brought to you by Age Old Trade Design, LA's premier hospitality design firm. Welcome to Acting Real with Kat Foster, where I talk with talented, seasoned, professional actors about how they use what they've learned from acting in their real everyday lives. If you have been listening to the show and you like it and you're moved by it and it's helped you and it resonates with you, subscribe to us on iTunes and give us a good review. It means so, so much. And more importantly, it helps other humans find the show. Thanks. What a fun episode to listen to. Um, this episode has everything. We, there's some tears, there's laughter. Uh, I speak with Yada Martinez today, and we talk very openly and very honestly. I reveal a lot about myself today, you guys. Um, we talk about vulnerability, and we talk about feelings both in our careers and in our personal lives. Yada is an amazing actress who's done a bazillion TV shows. Highlights include Southland, Alpha House, True Detectives, I Love Dick, and right now you can see her in both The Tick on Amazon on and Jane the Virgin on the CW. Enjoy. It is a skeleton, and you have to discover where the bones go. What I need for my life, I am drawn to create the play. Hi, Yara. Yara Martinez. I'm so glad. Well, if I'm going to say your first name right, I got to say Martinez. Martinez. Yara Martinez. Yara Martinez. Yeah. Um, What's your ethnicity? I am Cuba Rican. Oh, right. But I paused because I'm actually, like, my parents are Cuban, right? Okay. I was born in Puerto Rico. Got it. Okay. Raised in Miami, but my dad lived in Puerto Rico, so I spent like my summers and New Year's always going. I see. And you know when you go to auditions, especially starting off, people used to be like, would be like, "What's where are you from? Where are you from? Yeah." And it was, and I would give this answer all the time. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. My stepmom, who's Puerto Rican, was like, "Just say that you're from the Caribbean." But I don't like look it, so I feel like I have to sure. give. Yeah, yeah. And then it's not till recently that I just feel like I just have such a strong connection to Puerto Rico that I'm like, you know what? I'm freaking Cuba Rican. Like, that's it. Like, Great. Yeah. So that's yeah, it's nice long to answer. <laughs> finally figure out how to say it. Mm-hmm. Um, dude. Okay, wait. I, bev- I, there's like a lot of things that we were talking about. New York a yeah. second ago. We were talking about so many things. But bev- what's so interesting is when you said, just said, like, I feel like I need to be intellectual right oh, now. Oh, yeah. Well, it's also like the leather chairs. Yeah, we're in a study. Like, we're in Jim's But study. I like it. Right, so it feels like it's like in, there's yeah, it feels books. like intimate, but I do feel like I need you know like a book, um, and like maybe glasses, and maybe I'll talk like this. <laughs> um, I just think it's like always so funny, like because we all do it all of the time, like all day long, where we're like, I think I should be like this right now. Or, oh like, my god, I think I need to be like this. <laughs> yeah, Why and if do I do that? this, and then just be yourself. What, what I mean, is now that? I have yeah, now I have a stronger sense of. 
myself. But when I was younger, I was like, what does that even mean? Well, what is yourself? Like if someone says be yourself, are you like, oh, yeah, of course, like, duh. And then it's just like instant. Or are you no. still sometimes like, because I mean, like- I definitely have the moments for sure. And I think when I was younger, I like tried to overcome it by like being just more aggressive or mm. I don't know, just bigger. Try to overcome your mm-hmm. by like just being bigger, yeah, like yeah. kind of like faking that. Right, right, right. And Faking, I think now right, being yeah. myself is just not caring. I'm like, oh, I don't know if it's like laziness or just getting older, but I'm just like, I yeah, I yeah. can't. <laughs> like, I just yeah. can't. Yeah, and so what is that, like, Like, how do you know? I mean, look, by the way, I'm asking these I questions not because, obviously, now I'm not like, because okay, I forget have the intellectual any, yeah, chair. take like, your, <laughs> take, yeah, get comfy in the intellectual chair. <laughs> um, she just took her shoes off, by the way. Oh my God. And I do. And I'm not wearing socks, and I'm like, too many Yeah, but your feet, feet wow. are so cute, by the way. Oh, stop it. <laughs> you have such a cute toenail color right now. <laughs> um, but I also think, like, that in itself is significant, because it is true that, you know, as soon as we like stop feeling like we need to be intellectual, mm-hmm. we get to like really get comfortable in our bodies and like our physical surroundings. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like the 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 antidote to some sense of like I have to be smart or intellectual is actually just going like, oh fuck, this chair is comfortable. Yeah, you know, like, and also, like whenever I try, <laughs> I mean, I don't think I try to be an intellectual, but like whenever I try to like be smarter or be, or sound smart or anything like that, it always backfires yeah i sound like a fucking idiot well whenever we try to be anything (laughs) yeah but that's like the fucked up part is like it's like even just like try to be ourselves like unless by the way anytime we're trying to be ourselves we're not being ourselves yeah any type of effort like a flower doesn't try to be a flower exactly you know like it's (laughs) it's like you shouldn't have to try so hard yeah but like but it's hard not to well also because it's uh, elusive i mean by the way it's so simple but it's so complex like what is ourself and and so anyway i'm like so interested in this question for so many reasons and obviously like i'm putting it on the table right here right now like let's figure it out yeah how do we know when we're ourselves i don't know but i do like you like saying like you saying how it's elusive i remember when I never did Tinder, you know, I'm married now, but I never did Tinder or any of those things or even MySpace or Facebook. And it's definitely because I'm not a social media person, but mm-hmm. also the thing for me was like, how do I define myself exactly. in a little paragraph? Oh my God. And I also I feel thing. like I don't look like what I am. What you does know, that my, mean? I don't know, like, like, I feel like I look like a sorority girl, Okay, you know, and not that there's you? anything wrong with like a sorority girl, but uh-huh. like, I definitely like... I, I don't know. I'm just not that. Like, I just, it doesn't, it doesn't like match a lot. Like my friend once was like, you just have to take a picture with your hair, like really messed up and like totally out of it for it to be like who you are, you know, as opposed to. And what do you think your friend meant? Like if you had said to your friend, well, well I think especially am I? with him, think- like this friend in particular, I think like with him, it's because I used to go to like rock shows with, with him uh-huh. and he used to like protect me like mosh pits and yeah. like, you know what I mean? And like, yeah. I would get really sweaty and right. like gross. Like I remember once he kissed me on the forehead and he was like, oh my God, kissing you is like licking a river, you know? And I just didn't. <gasps> care you yeah. know and it's like that you yeah, know yeah. Like, like so he saw mosh pit yada i mean i'm not i, I mean i did like a couple of mosh no but pits, i'm but saying like, like him protecting but me in short yes hand, but you he saw I mean? me as just like you know i remember i have this friend this very close <laughs> friend named sarah um who i went to college with and she uh she calls me sometimes sh- or sh- her short term shorthand way of saying it is she calls me campfire catherine 
Oh. Because she feels like there's this whole other side of me. And it's like sort of the same as we talk. Like it's like, because my hair is naturally super curly. Like I have total uh-huh. Jufro. But like it's like, like I straighten it. You know what I mean? Like I have some vanity. But you do have but, a chill, like I mean now in your I mean home, right now I'm not wearing too. any makeup. Like, yeah. By the way, like I never put on makeup before these podcasts or and I'm your always just wearing amazing. like jean. Oh my god, your skin's amazing. No, but you really. By the yeah. way, I have the most amazing facialist. You go to Shawnee Darden. Yes, but she's always booked. I know she's always. I haven't booked. seen her in years. By the way, the only reason that she sees me, Shawnee, if you're listening, oh my god, will you see me? Can you squeeze you? me in? But um, the reason <laughs> she's the best. she, I like got grandfathered in because I've been seeing her for like over a decade. Well, you know what sucks, I saw her like five years ago is when I started seeing her and then I started working in New York so oh, I just yeah you kinda, missed the window yes, yes. Yeah, I'm see? so okay. pissed now <laughs> anyway right. the point is I don't ever wear like I don't and I kind of do it on purpose because you know and I'll just be super authentic and revealing right here but like what I always am up against I mean just in life but also like in this podcast is like you know I mean I fall into the same kind of like you know, well, who am I? Mm-hmm. And like, am I cool enough? Am I, or, you know, am I enough? Like, or, or yeah, like I'm super cool. Like I'm totally mm-hmm. like on top of it. Like some, I basically try to disidentify with, with, with as all the ways much that you feel like possible. you need to present yourself. Exactly. Yeah. So like, especially in honor of what we're doing here on this podcast and in honor of my guests, mm-hmm. like I want to be as fucking neutral as I can be like I'm just like here as a mirror ideally Mm -hmm. and like you know as like someone who can like just suck up the flavor of whatever is like happening Mm -hmm. and so I very purposely I'm like I like this is not I'm not doing I'm not presenting today but why are we fucking talking about this that's interesting no because you're like saying that I'm like and I'm just thinking, like, oh, campfire, I campfire, campfire. You campfire. have the campfire. Oh, yeah, because you were just saying you see him like campfire cat right now. Yeah. But, and I, I, I can totally I, see that. Yeah, and I, I sort of am. I mean, but I am as much as possible. Like your essence is camp, campfire Yeah, I mean, cat. I'm also, well, by the way, the other reason is because I have a nine-month-old. And like, I there's I wanna, like, like never time that. to like do anything. I'm you surprised know you I mean? even have time to do this. Well, I, I don't I have don't, kids and I don't <laughs> have time for anything. Like, <laughs> No, I know. Oh, my, are you doing Well, by the way, I remember being like you, like just very recently. Recently, like less than nine months ago, or no, nine months overnight, close to nine months ago, uh-huh. I was like, "Yeah, I, I can't. How am I ever going to have a get? Like, I don't have time for anything." And now well, you just do it. You, you just, just really don't have time. For now it. I really you're don't doing have this. Time for it. Yeah, here I am. Yeah. Okay, but um, it's amazing. Well, yeah. So anyway, but part of the the other the less noble reason that I'm not wearing any makeup or that I don't look that cute is that I also you look adorable. Just, okay, thanks. No, but I'm I'm thinking like because I always wanted to. To just like I wanted to wear like the baggy clothes and like that I don't like give a fuck yeah. style. I love that style. It does not suit me. Like I look really not great like that. You know what I mean? Like it yeah, doesn't. But I don't. But no, like, I'm talking but about like, like the, the loose jeans, like that? the teeth. Well, no, because he's not an idiot. <laughs> well, no, but I. That's hilarious. But don't you feel like the men in our lives, like they really. I mean, they. I oh, he's like, amazing. Like I mean, Jim he, always is like, I love your hair curly, babe. Like, don't wear. You don't need to wear. Makeup. I'm not talking about like not wearing makeup and stuff like that because I'm. Mm. You know, I get to like now. I'm wearing like the, like blush. Yeah. Um, but it was because I was like, I want to. Yeah, you want to feel, feel a little pretty. Like, which, I was, by the way, which is I'm great. fine with that. Of course. Um, but I'm thinking more of just like when I realize like I can't wear like box like boxy clothes. Like it just mm. really doesn't suit my like figure you know what i mean sure, like sure sure and i think it took me like all of like 
oh my gosh, like all seventh, eighth grade, high school, early 20s. You know what I mean? To finally just be like, well, this is, no matter how unfixed I am, I still kind of look fixed up just because I'm curvy. Right. You know, right. like just, it falls on me different. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I really tried to fight that. And now I'm just like, well, that's it. I'm going to always just look made up. Yeah, which no, is crazy. I hear you. Well, but here's and I'm I'm a I'm a cur- I'm a curvy gal um, myself. And by the way, I can't even. I mean, by the way, let's just get off of curviness because like oh, I like curviness. Both, it's funny, Joe. My husband once told me, um, I, I said something about my ass. I was like, oh my god, my ass looks so big. And he and it was like when we first started dating, he was like, no, it doesn't. You don't have a big ass. And I was like, huh. Don't you ever tell me that again? <laughs> like I was so offended, and he was like, "What?" Like I he didn't. Love it. Yeah, that I'm like so I'm cool You're with curviness as long as it's you know, as it you know it's it sucks when I'm going in for fittings, right? Right. You know, right. especially for like major network TVs. Oh my god! I mean, Can we um, please talk about? Yeah, fittings? and like they don't know what to do with my curves, and I'm like, oh my god! Like, dude, let's talk about fittings right now. <laughs> Okay, we've never talked about this on this show. Um, But I just want to share with anyone out there who's listening who's not an actor about what fittings are like. So you go into a room. If you've never been on this show before or this pilot or whatever, you walk into a room with strangers Mm-hmm. Or you know, assuming you haven't worked with this costume designer before, yeah. but it's usually Which the costume usually designer, like, wardrobe assistant. Yeah, usually yeah. you don't know the costume. So there's like three or four, usually women. There's your odd guy, but usually it's a group mm-hmm. of women. Okay. And you are expected. There's a big rack of clothing. And they've gotten your sizes or whatever. But if you're like me, and I don't know about you, you're like, oh, God. Well, like last year I was a whatever. Oh, I fluctuate. Like yeah. now I don't know. Like I don't. And so you don't really. And then there's no like, like you just take off your clothes in front of yeah. these strangers. They, like there's a the full expectation that you're just going to like strip down to your yeah. underwear and your bra completely like exposed there's no like curtain mm-hmm. my guess if you ask have you ever twice, asked you, i haven't i know that they would give me one but like does it make you uncomfortable to yeah to, i well god yeah. i'm so like now i i'm not anymore like now i'm just like oh, i just turn around and i do it well i do but t- i used to feel uncomfortable but i hold and then my I breath just, a little bit yeah. like i turn like i just do it because i know that that's not part of my job mm-hmm. but i'm not i'd be fucking lying if i wasn't like oh god now they're gonna see my cellulite you know what though like the pilot that i just did they got out of the room i mean also it was a man so oh. like he better yeah. get out of the room you know yeah. um Oh yeah, there's no, like times where they I offer hate my cellulite, but I'm also like in those moments I'm like, oh whatever, here it is. Like yeah, okay, but so then after, so you get through that part, mm-hmm. right? But then you're like stuffing yourself. Into, sometimes like things just don't fit. Other times things fit great. Yeah, you know, it just depends. But like people are watching. Like imagine, like I always think about like sometimes in a fitting room, in my own fitting room, like if I'm out buying a pair of jeans. Uh-huh. I like can barely. I mean, this is. I'm being so revealing right now. What is wrong with me? But no, but it's good. I mean, it's real. But I. The real truth is like sometimes in a fitting room by myself trying on jeans. I'm like I'm embarrassed of myself to myself right now. Yeah. Like I'm like I can't believe that. Like I'm like oh god. Like you try on a pair that's too tight and like you literally like can't pull it up all the way. Yeah, and then like like the lighting's off and you're just like yeah, you like button. But let's just. 
jeans are very difficult that's to true. find that's true that's okay true. <laughs> like jeans are hard okay indeed you know like sure it's if i go shopping for jeans like i mean it takes me i, I wear the same i've had these jeans forever like it's just impossible to find jeans so imagine in a right. fitting i know exactly and so then on top of all of that then they take fucking pictures they take pictures of you in all these clothes that fit or don't fit. That's that the part you that like kills me. Don't. The, kill, yeah. the part that kills me is waiting to hear what the network says. Well, exactly. And then they send these pictures to 30, 40, I don't know, like fucking 100 people mm-hmm. sometimes. Like yeah. you don't know. These pictures are going to like yeah. all the people. And then you get feedback. Well, you don't know what anyone says, but you just hear later but from you know the costume enough, designer. you like this and that or like this didn't look right or it's not sexy enough. Or, or, right, right. I'm always like, this is what they chose? Right, right, right. Of all the things. Anyway, so the point, the reason that I'm like even letting us go into this, because I don't, as you listeners know, and I don't know if you know, but I don't actually like talking about acting on this show. That's not what we're here to talk about. So, but I'm going into this because I think that this is like a part of the process that is very clearly um, like a discussion or a metaphor for, (sighs) discussion of or a metaphor for exposing ourselves and being vulnerable yeah but it sucks because it's also layered into like that we're women and like what you're saying Mm -hmm. of like Mm -hmm. hating yourself and then being embarrassed for yourself Mm -hmm. and like all those layers of those voices in your head Mm -hmm. like came from somewhere before you oh first you know so like all of that just fucking sucks yeah and then when you apply that to what we do yeah and then literally being scrutinized yeah you know, like, should she wear a skirt? I don't know. That makes her too slutty. Oh, look at her knees. Oh, this and that. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, she's not business enough. She has to be sexy. She has to be this. Like, it's... Look, we women have definitely gotten the short end of the stick when yeah. it comes to being objectified, like, times a bazillion. And we could talk about that in, like, a whole other podcast for years um, of weekly episodes. But wait, I just want to say, like, in like, I do... I mean, I'm sure you've talked to, like, guy actors maybe not to the same level and maybe, and I, I mean, I don't know, you know, I think it obviously varies individual to individual, but as, as a whole, maybe less, but I'd say like, I can't imagine that a, a majority of guy actors don't also go into these things, depending on the role and the type and whatever yeah. being like, fuck, like, Oh, guy actors totally care about gut. how they look. I mean, but also their clothes is more limited. You kind of know where you're right, going to wear right, unless right, you right. have to, you know, take your shirt off right, right, right. for a scene and then, right, right. you know, you just don't eat. Well, but so all all of this aside, <laughs> all of this aside, the real question is how do you prepare? And maybe this, by the way, this is one of those moments for me. Like I literally, before I go into fitting, I talk to my fucking therapist about it. Really? So maybe this isn't for you, but like, what about like a nude scene or, you know, like, or, or by the way, not even something where you show your body. I don't know. It's like this weird thing. I I mean, I'm like trying to articulate it now. Like the way that I deal with fittings is that I talk to the wardrobe designer and I'm like, look, I'm really curvy. The things that look good on me Mm -hmm. are if you exploit my waist Mm -hmm. um, and silk tops. You know, oh, and nice. these colors uh-huh. look good on me, and like these yeah. are the jeans yes. and this and that, and I and I stress that I'm curvy. Yes, I do that too. And so the point of that is to what to really just you know, well, that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, I think it's like maybe so, my just to like advocate for ourselves. I, I don't even think it's that deep. It's the way of I'm just protecting myself, right? Okay. Like I think I'm just protecting myself of just like by fully. I mean, I'm analyzing this now as I'm talking yeah. about it. Like I've never analyzed it, you sure, know, sure. but. I think like just being like super direct yeah. and like this is how it is. And uh-huh. then when I get there, I take my clothes off because I'm like, this is me. Uh-huh. Like I wish I could you say set that some it's some boundaries. 
yeah, I guess that's what it is. I wish I could say it's like me like claiming my body for like all of like all women, but it's not. I no, think it's me. No, but this me. is like really important I think to talk about. Yeah, I think it's me just being like, this is how I am. Like, this is my body. This right. is the truth. Right, 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 right. Because here's the thing. It's like we want to think that there's this huge, like, these are two dualistic extremes, like oppositional extremes. Like mm-hmm. either you're just vain Right. Mm-hmm. And like you have I'm to definitely like, vain. Pre- sure. To some degree. Right. <laughs> I'm like, don't no, no, get it I'm, wrong. I'm I think definitely we, vain. Yeah. I think we all have some vanity. Um, but or we're like or I don't know what we just like look. We have to like just like look shitty or I something. I'm just tired. Honestly, I think I'm just tired of it. Like, like, and I think that's why I'm just like, this is how it is. This, These are my sizes. This is what looks good. This is not going to look good. And I think even just me taking my clothes off and like showing my cellulite or any of that is just like a way of like claiming myself, like just like this is me, fuck you. And I'm also just fucking tired. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm just tired. Yeah, and you so know? tell me about like the the benefits, like the like the psycho emotional benefit of being like fuck you. This is me. The psycho emotional benefit. I don't know. I think maybe I just try to stay in a space in my head that, um, look, as I'm saying this, I mean, every day I battle with with my body, with my age, the way that I look, you know, Mm -hmm. it's just it's imprinted in like my DNA. Like, Mm -hmm. I think, you know, being women. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm just like aware of it in Mm -hmm. a different way. Mm -hmm. So I just am kind of like, not today, Satan, you know, like I try to just put on blinders so to it. So it's an everyday practice. But it also like, it is definitely an everyday practice. But it doesn't sound like you're putting blinders on it. I'm just like, you're standing up to, for yourself. Trying not to live in that space because then I'm not going to be able to like appreciate the job. Right. Or appreciate, you know, the character, you know, like yeah, you're all hearing of that. The like voices. I'm trying, I'm trying to just pay attention to what I'm paying attention to. Right. You know? Yep. And also like, <sighs> I'm going to be really miserable if I'm trying to, you know, not age because yeah. I'm going to like we're aging like it's it's the truth, you know. So yeah. it's like how much of my happiness do I want to sacrifice in worrying about it all the mm-hmm. time, you know. And I do like, you know, it's 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 the voice is there. It's constantly there. It's just am I talking to it or am mm-hmm. I not, you know. Yeah, I've always felt like um, there's this really sad thing that happens a lot in Hollywood, but sort of everywhere, um, which is that, like, the only thing, literally the only thing that we are certain of is that we age and we Mm -hmm. die. Mm -hmm. That is the only certainty we have Mm -hmm. from the time that we are born, is that we age and and we die. human beings, like, not just Hollywood, like, this is... Everywhere. That's just the fucking human condition. Yeah. So to deny our only certainty in life to spend so much time trying to avoid the only certainty in life to me robs us of the opportunity to cultivate the one thing that actually makes us ageless, which is wisdom. I love what you just said. Do you know what I mean? Like, like we spend so much time and I'm just saying we because like look I do it too I don't know about you but like I put fucking I'm, I can't believe I'm saying this literally but I put stuff in my face I don't anymore since I'm you know pregnant and have babies or whatever but like you know I'm not immune to like wanting no wrinkles not. between my eyebrows like oh that's something that I've indulged in okay but like there's such like if I wanted to I could spend 
hours a fucking day yeah. on this beauty routine, that beauty routine, working out, getting my hair colored. I mean, it could be a full fucking time job, just not aging. Mm-hmm. And wouldn't that be a shame if all of that time stopped me from meditating, going to therapy, reading all these books, being present, being present, all of the things that help me actually expand in a way that really makes me agelessly beautiful. Yeah. I mean, look at fucking look at like Pema Chodron. Do you Mm -hmm. know that is? Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, look at these like wise women who have spent their lives uh, um, cultivating wisdom. They are undeniably stunning like at every age yeah it's funny though as you're talking i'm like thinking of j-lo <laughs> like, well that's the thing you know, i like but, drool when i look oh, at j-lo me too. i'm like she, how is this even possible well i'll tell you by you the know. way and no i don't know this for sure i mean first of all she's a fucking dancer dancers no don't but age. she and and not to take away from what she's doing because that's fierce in itself but she clearly like that is part like she puts she those works. hours in the gym. Oh, she puts so many hours. You know, into like it. She, her, it's yep. her looks. Yep. You know, like that's part of it. She knows yep. that she's an entertainer. Like that's part of her business. Yep. You know, I don't know if my business could be that. Like I don't know well, if that's I it. would be happy like that. Right. Well, J Lo values. So J Lo's placing a value. And by oh, the no. way, J Lo's also probably very wise. I mean, this is what then, no then one it comes what down saying, to. What kind of life do we want? Exactly. Live. Like clearly, that's the life that works for her. And she, you know, I don't freaking know J Lo, but mm-hmm. you know, she's happy. You know, mm-hmm. or whatever. So funny. This is the third time she's come. She's up come in up relationship she, I mean, to this amazing. podcast. But also, I was talking I mean, to Shawnee Darden the other day about J Lo. J Lo doesn't drink talk- that much. Yeah, like, we were talking about J Lo. I, I can't remember what. Now I can't remember. I was talking about like how beautiful she is and like how stunning she is. Oh God, now I can't remember what. Anyway, the point is, yes, we can all agree that J Lo is. So, have like, you seen Homecoming? Beyonce's no. no but well, I mean, she worked so freaking yeah. hard like yeah. there's like a part that she's I like i want to do soul cycle yet. before this she yep. stopped eating like pretty much everything you know yeah. she just had vegetables you know and i love that she said how hard she worked for that and how she also said she learned that she'll never do that again like right. she pushed herself too much right you well know? this is this is what's interesting to me and this is like something that we can talk about in all areas of our lives the conversation we're having isn't well, but should I spend a million hours working out today or going in to get Botox yeah. today? <laughs> or should I not? Should I, should I do that? Or should I just read all the wisdom books? Mm-hmm. That is not the conversation we're having. This is not about what we choose to... In a sense, it's, what we, it's about what we choose to do with um, the hours of our day. But really, what we're talking about is just fucking life. Sometimes we go to Soul Cycle and we do cleanses. Other times, we meditate every day, we do yoga every day, we get quiet, we get sad, we also, pray. Like, what makes you feel at peace for yourself day. is not the same thing that's going to make me feel at peace. That you know, day. Or safe or whatever it is that we need. Well, that's you know? exactly right. I mean, really, what we're all here doing is trying. Figure it out. <laughs> yeah, we're just all fucking trying to figure it out. And do the best we can. And J-Lo, too. You know what I mean? Like, I J-Lo's wish. just doing the when best When is J-Lo going to come on this po- Oh, I know what I was going to say. <laughs> Shawnee was like, I was like, I, I said to this, J-Lo, I hope you're listening to this. Oh my God, can you imagine? I wonder. Okay. J-Lo, I love you. I love you. We love you. <laughs> I, said, I said to Shawnee, I was like, Shawnee was like, you should have J-Lo do your podcast. Or that's not how the conversation started. Anyway, I was like, I was like, I mean, I don't know if JLo's exactly the right, you know, guest. Oh, because she did another podcast recently. JLo did. JLo did a podcast. Yeah, JLo did a podcast recently. How many times do you think we said JLo? 
<laughs> no. <laughs> but this episode is devoted to Jennifer Lopez, okay? She's just Jenny from the block. That's how I know her. Um, I mean. Anyway, and I was like, I mean, I don't know if she, because, like, because of this reason. Because I was like, she's so, like, stunning. Like, does she, is this what she wants to talk about? Like, she, does she want to talk about, like, you know, wisdom and this the esoteric stuff that, like, I really want to talk about mm-hmm. on this podcast mm-hmm. and, like, life and breathing and presence and whatever. And Shawnee was like, if J-Lo wants to be on your fucking podcast, like, you have J-Lo on your podcast. Yeah, and I was exactly. like, oh, of course. <laughs> of course. Like, no, j that's not what I want to talk about. Okay, all right, all right. Let's get off of J-Lo. Okay, so the point is, what we're really talking about here, what we were talking about in the beginning, which now is then, like, escapes me a little bit, but I think it's about this. And then also what we're talking about in terms of fittings. Oh, I know. We were talking about being ourselves. Mm-hmm. And this is like being fittings too, like, or being in fittings. Like, how do we know when we are ourselves? And when we do know when we're ourselves, how do we retain that sense of our selfness? Or do we even want to? This is like, this is essentially why I'm doing this podcast because this is a very of interesting how, question. Like, to, to maintain me. yourself, our selfness. Like, what, like, do you feel like yourself right now? Yeah, a version of myself. Right. So that's that's like yeah. that's the really key distinction is like we're always versions of ourselves. And maybe, by the way, I mean, there is no self. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not even saying like it's just really hard because we have like so much that gets in the way of us being at peace. Like for me, like myself, like when I think of myself or my favorite self or whatever is when I feel the most peaceful and expansive. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So that to me is like the goal. Mm-hmm. right to try to maintain that space mm-hmm. as much as possible and it's like if i get it for three seconds in one day amazing mm-hmm. you know but i remember reading a long time ago do you know um that magazine ad busters uh, do you know what i'm talking about laughing. you know what i'm talking she about right Helen knows ad busters. um <clears throat> is this about like advert like how they get you i mean it's not just it's it's you know an anti-capitalist yeah. <laughs> magazine canadian they started okay. the the what's it called oh my god the occupy Oh, um, they're like really subversive. Okay. Um, and I used to read Adbusters a while ago. This is years ago. This is before I think Instagram that I remember reading. They had like the numbers was like North Americans are exposed to over 3000 forms of advertisement a day. Mm. Do you know what that is? That's bananas. And this was, I want to say like. 10 years ago when I read six, 10 years ago. I don't know. I'm bad with like, I'm bad with time and numbers, yeah, but, yeah. but I just, re- it was definitely before Instagram. Uh-huh. And I just remember thinking like, Oh my God, mm-hmm. like we're constantly being told that we don't have enough. Wow. So to actually be happy or at peace, like you have to defend it. Mm-hmm. Like it's active. Mm-hmm. Like you can't just do nothing and be happy. You have to, in the way, and I remember then I got rid of my cable Whoa. Yeah. I mean, now we have no cable, but now we're streaming. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so now it's not as, but I just remember because I spent a lot of time watching like E! News Mm -hmm. and this was also when I definitely wasn't even close to where I wanted to be in my career. So I was like, I just need to stop. Mm -hmm. Like I need to stop. This is all just putting me in a really, really bad space. And it really helped me. But when you think about that, so now with Instagram, I mean, like it's impossible. Like it's like, how can we even win? Yeah. You know, like I don't want to go and like live 
like so with nobody you, and how do you no, do it how do you find I try to limit myself to those things and just be really aware I guess again with like you know what I'm paying attention to in my brain but I do like to read I love music so I try to just make sure that if I'm going to be distracted it's like for something that's like or listening to a good podcast yeah you know just being aware of what I'm allowing in my in my psyche yeah yeah Yeah, so but it's really it's hard. Like, I'll just again, be super revealing and admit that I just started every day I, um, I uh, uninstall Instagram. Every day you every day I uninstall it and I go back to it. it. Whenever I really need to do something oh, okay. on it or like, yeah, I think you know, great. if I haven't looked at it in four, five, six hours, mm-hmm. you know, but like I realized that I can't, if I was like on my phone, I mean, it's hard enough, by the way, like I turn on my phone and I'm like, I go to text someone and then I'm like, oh shit, like I didn't finish that Instacart order. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. then I'm like, oh wait, oh now who was I going to text? Yeah. Oh shit, an email oh my God, just you came sound up. Like me. That's so funny. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So, and so like add Instagram into that mix and then mm-hmm. every single fucking time I turn on my phone no matter what I'm turning it on I like automatically just kind of oh, like it's, it's so easy of, it's, it's just like you go to habit. yeah and, yeah, if I'm and then in line Instagram yeah and then you're 20 Twitter. minutes later you know and it's like by the way sometimes then you're like oh fuck now I hate myself yeah or, or like, like, like why do they have yeah it? or like my you know little corner of my house doesn't look as pretty as that exactly Exactly. I actually, when I'm, when the traps that I fall into Instagram, I'm like one of those people that watches the slime being made. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. All that stuff. I'm like, this is so No, there's weird. endlessly entertaining yeah. stuff. By the way, that to me feels like almost a noble use of Instagram. Like, you're not comparing yourself to the slime or the slime I makers. I actually don't. Instagram, I don't. Um, I'm almost always on the suggested pages. Oh, as, nice. Like, as opposed to like the home. I don't think it's better though. I don't think it's better. It's just like another way of numbing your well, brain. Well, by the way too, it's like, you know, like I like pride myself on being a person who like doesn't watch that much TV. You know what I mean? I watch a lot of TV. Oh, we'll see. By the way, we should. By the way, as actors, like we all should be watching fucking yeah, TV. I, if we want to like be on TV, if we are on TV, we should probably watch at least some TV. I like, like TV. I I really like TV. Okay. Well, so I have been like, yeah, well, the TV's never on in our Do you watch like, film? Some, You're like, what? I just watch film. Films. No, I watch the Criterion Channel. No, I actually I don't really watch. To be, I mean, it, to be really honest, like we watch Game time. of Thrones. Yeah, oh. we don't really have that much yeah, time. And also, like I like I go to bed like on the earlier side, and I just like haven't ever Do you read watched, a lot. Yeah, yeah, but like I read like nonfiction. Yeah, but um, I mean, I listen to podcasts, mm-hmm. and I I don't know what else I do. I listen to podcasts, I guess, and then I guess sometimes I read the news. But what I had to really be clearer on with myself is that I fucking watch Instagram like it's a fucking television. Like, uh, anyway. There's an app that like tells you how much time time you do. Does it even cut you off? Yeah, it it cuts you off, but it doesn't really cut you off. It comes on. I've tried all this. It it comes on and it says, it says, um, you've reached your 15 minute, whatever. Do you want to extend your time? You're like, sure. (laughs) So then like every 15 minutes you get this, do you want to extend your time? And you're like, yeah, of course. Yeah, you're like, shut up. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, so That's something else that makes you feel guilty. Yeah. Because then you're like, now I'm st- yeah. So how else possible. do you actively defend your peacefulness and your expansiveness? Um, I meditate every morning. Great. Yeah. TM or mindfulness? No, not TM. Um, I kind of do, sometimes I'll do mindfulness, like guided mindfulness. Guided? Okay, um, guided I, like I, with I, an app? I like just kind of flow with my meditations, like depending... 
how much time I have and what I need. I like visuals a lot. So sometimes I'll just create visual meditations for me. Now, is this like sometimes we've talked about on this show? Is this like sort of shamanistic journeying? No, Um, I mean, a long time ago, I started, um, you know, Marianne Williamson? Yeah. I start when she used to um, talk here. She used to do her talks. At at La Brea? Yeah, at La Brea. So I used to go. Oh, my God, how funny. So I used to go. So that's kind of what got me, like, starting to meditate. Okay. Um, And then, no, I I like to read. Like, reading or, like, if I find, like, a certain line that turns me on or something. Reading, what, like, Course of Miracles or reading, I'll read Course of Miracles, like, yeah, A Course of Miracles in the morning or, you know, Lately, Leaves of Grass, like, Song of Myself. Okay, great. That's, like, the best one to get you like super like here and everywhere at the same time some poetry so, so i mean i don't read the whole thing you know yeah, like sure, just yeah. like a little bit like i just look for like a little image or something that i'm like ooh, that felt like i want to be there today okay but can you just describe this for me so you wake up like i wake your, up you like what time i don't know that changes whatever okay yeah, so changes. you wake up do, is that the first thing you do when you roll yeah. out of bed is is find a piece of literature i set the coffee Okay. And yeah, and I find. I mean, it's like I have like a little rotation, you know, like you know, like yeah. Course of Miracles. I, those are pretty much the two right now. And, um, Course of Miracles and P- and Song of P- Myself. And okay. Um. And oh my god, I never. I can remember. I can never remember their name. The uh, Yamaganda, oh, something Yamaganda. Um, the Lake Shrine in Malibu. Like they have oh, like these little yeah, meditation yeah. books okay. by him that are, have great visual images. Oh, great! They're so wonderful. Can you describe like one of them? Like a tree, um, like. Well, one that I like for myself that I created for myself is like sometimes just imagining my like, like becoming one with you know like the air and the universe and everything, and like imagining my mind and my blood and my cells like being like as clear as like the Caribbean mm-hmm. water, mm-hmm. and that just and then just becoming one with the ocean mm-hmm. and like all of that mm-hmm. you know like really helps me. Um, the. The ones from the Lake Shrine, like they, they go more into like imagining like the beating of your heart and then the beating of the heart of all the people that you love and mm. then like the world and like the sound of the beating heart of the mm. world. And it just kind of takes you like to a more expansive place, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And then I do um, Tara Brock. I'll do her meditations. Love She's her. mindfulness. Yep. So like if I find that I'm like really undisciplined or my mm-hmm. brain is really going everywhere and I can't mm-hmm. stay with the visuals. I'll do the guided meditation. Yeah, yeah. So I don't do TM. Uh-huh. I've never... Do you do TM? I do TM, yeah. Yeah, Joe does TM. Yeah, I yeah. really... I dig TM. But, yeah. you know, by the way, and even Tara Brock says this, I think. Well, actually, I heard her once say that people who do TM then, like, migrate over to Vipassana. Mm. Um, I actually think that Look, the goal of both is the exact same yeah. thing. Yeah, I don't know? think it matters. Yeah. It doesn't it doesn't <clears throat> actually it's like whatever gets you there. I mean, even in TM, the goal isn't to like say the mantra over and over and over. I mean you do you do, but the goal mm-hmm. really is to quiet the mantra. Yeah. The goal is to use the mantra to 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 get through the mental noise, to get through the thoughts. It's yeah. a vehicle, and then to let the mantra itself quiet so that you're in a space of nothingness. Same with Vipassana. You use your awareness the different things you're aware of sounds really totally um to get through the thoughts and then eventually that sensory awareness also quiets so it's all the same anyway Mm -hmm. the point is it doesn't it meditation is like amazing you know what was a good one that that helped me a really really long time ago god there's like a book of like numbers that you add up your 
dates and your birthdays, whatever. Numerology. Yeah. And then I um, love that shit. Yeah. And then, and then, (laughs) um, they have like, according to your number, like certain meditations or things to use. And it was a time in my life where I really was getting, I think, in my own way, you know, um, and I would do this before auditions. And it was, you had to have like a doll, Mm -hmm. which I didn't have. I forget what I used. I didn't have a doll, but like I used something and it was like, like everything like bad about yourself, like everything that you're not enough, like, you know, like just put it all on this doll, mm-hmm. you know, like just put it there. And I would do that every morning, you know, like, you know, I'm not thin enough. I'm not hot enough. I'm not pretty enough for this part. I'm not Latina enough for this part. Like just everything. I would just be like, blah, 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 you know, like vomit it. Like, yeah, yeah. On this doll, just mentally, not like, yeah. And then I would leave it there. And then the thing is like throughout the day, whenever that would creep up, it, I would be like, no, I left that. I left that there. Mm-hmm. Like I left that there. Mm. You know, like that's I'm not, that's ritual. not. Yeah. And I got that from one of those like numerology books. Which oh, that's so funny. I did that one for a while. Okay. So you have some coffee, you read something. By the way, this you, coffee, I feel like so jittery. It's so by strong. The way, I made it hella strong. <gasps> oh my God. I feel like my eyes twitching. <laughs> it's also I feel like I need town. To- oh, it's so good. No, but I like it like that. But I'm like, I'm ready. Did it taste good? Yeah, it tasted good. Because I, um, we, you know, I usually, I don't even drink caffeine usually. I had some I today, love to be honest, because I was up really late last night. I know, I love caffeine too, but I like breastfeed and I, you know, like she's, if I have caffeine, then I feel like she's going to have caffeine yeah, and, it's and then like, she won't forget sleep. It. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry that your coffee is so No, strong. no, no, it's good. It's, it's great. Good. Okay, great. Yeah. So we'll just pop off together because I had some <laughs> caffeine and I usually don't, so I'm a little like, high strung too. Okay, bing. Um, uh, okay, so you have some coffee, you read some stuff, mm-hmm. you choose a meditation, mm-hmm. whether that's visual or some mm-hmm. Vipassana mm-hmm. made with Tara Brock. And then maybe you do a ritual of some sort. Like I just meditate after that. Okay, so you just meditate and then you start your day. Yeah, usually, you know, like either hike or working out. So you do a workout. Okay. Mm -hmm. I need to. I'll go crazy if I don't sweat. And then after your sweat, do you feel that sense of peacefulness and expansiveness usually? Yeah, it usually starts going down. Yeah. (laughs) I start losing it like around three and three, two to four in the afternoon is a very tricky time for me. I read this book a while ago, um, Habits, What We Do in Life and in Business. Mm hmm. And it helps you, like, figure out what time in the day, like, are your triggers. And, like, from 2 to 4, I really like to consume. Yeah. Whether it's food, online shopping. What's your food? Like, What's your thing oh, between God. 2 and 4? Well, shopping. no, now I try to nap. Oh, nice. Like, so it's, like, you know, like, to stop, like, break the habit. Great. You know? And it's, like, I'm also tired at that time. Yeah. Um, so I try to, like, take a 20-minute nap. Nice. You know, to... To, oh, I'll eat anything. Like, it's not even, like, a specific food. It's, it's just, like, it's, it's honestly, it's just, it's more about consumption, mm-hmm. I realized. Mm-hmm. I thought it was food, but then I realized, oh, no, it's, like, could be shopping. Now, or, what does this book uh, propose is the reason for this? Because I would just think, like, yeah, sure, you're tired, yeah, read, and so you want to space out such and do a little shopping. long time ago. <laughs> this was such a long time ago. But it had more to do, it was, like, a bigger picture. Like, it just, I was able to apply it mm-hmm. to this in my life. Mm-hmm. But the book, it basically is how how we need a reward like what what creates a habit um sometimes like okay like if a person's working and like at four o'clock in the afternoon they always have their cookie Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. um it what triggers it is the time and you think that the reward is the cookie but really it's that you get to go down and talk to people Mm. you get to go to the cafeteria Mm -hmm. or whatever and get Mm -hmm. a break Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so how do you how do you change like what 
like how do you change that habit? Like mm-hmm. so now knowing that the reward is the people or mm-hmm. getting out of the office, mm-hmm. you know, like how do you change that? That's great. That's a really I read it a really long time oh, by ago. The way, so I forgetting the I'm time even... of day, like that's like a great practice because what I like about it is that what you're describing is essentially taking taking a behavior that you know something you do that's like not the worst thing for you but Mm -hmm. that you know also isn't the best thing Mm -hmm. for you and thinking about the behavior not in terms of the behavior itself but but thinking about it in terms of what that behavior what need that behavior meets yeah and then choosing another behavior that meets that same need yeah. could be like calling a friend going for a walk exactly you know? so like let's say i you know so you would shop usually <laughs> between mm-hmm. two or four so what what need did that meet do you think for you i think and i think it, food does this too like it's feeling safe mm. you know like feeling in control mm. feeling safe mm. You know, so guess what? When I take a nap, I feel pretty great. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So it's like we all we have these needs and but we don't really focus on our needs. But the truth is about needs is that they can be met yeah. in like a bazillion different ways. Yeah. Instead, we focus on the behaviors and we like criticize well, ourselves for our behaviors. Too. It's well, a yeah. habit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's mental habits. Right. too. But I'm saying like until we identify the need that created mm-hmm. the habit, totally. we can't actually change the habit change the habit yeah because all we're gonna do is judge ourselves for the habit or like i don't know like choose a different shitty habit or whatever but like if we really think about like well why am i actually doing this let me honor that let me hear that need accept that need like tara brock Mm -hmm. right like radically accept or stay there and and discover it like what is this totally really hard ab oh yeah to do now tell me about that god i was listening who was it gil frunstall I don't know who that is, but I love that name. Um, like, like a monk who does okay. like, um, like what Tara Brock does, okay. but it's more like talks and like talking about how important it is. What you what you were just saying, like staying there, like okay, like all of a sudden mm-hmm. I want a glass of wine. The other day I wanted a glass of wine so bad, and I'm not an alcoholic. Like I don't have an issue with it. I just didn't need to have a glass of wine. Do you know what I mean? I, like I had already, I drank like the entire weekend. Like I was like. I don't need to have a glass of wine right now. Right. Which, mind you, I don't find anything wrong with having a glass of wine sure. by yourself yeah. at night. But just, yeah. I knew that I didn't need this glass of wine. And maybe you were like, you know what? If I drink this glass of wine right now, I'm not going to feel good about it. Yeah, like I'm going to feel bad about myself having yeah. this glass of wine. Mm-hmm. And I allowed myself to just breathe and be like, why do you need this um, glass of wine? You know, like, what is it? And I was just, I, 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 I was I realized I was just sad, you know, like I was just really sad, you know, and I let myself be sad. Mm. And then I was like, okay, I can have tea. <laughs> you know, can you talk about let what me, you were sad about. I missed my dad. Aww. You know, yeah, my dad died. Oh, a little Very recently. Yeah. yeah. Now I remember that. I'm sorry. But it was just like this, like, like, I just didn't want to like be sad. Yeah. I was like, I don't want to, like, I don't want to fucking be here, (laughs) you know? And I was just like, just breathe and just be sad, you know? And I'm pretty much sad all the time, Mm. but like, it was a different type of sad and it was coming across like in restlessness, Mm. you know, like, Mm -hmm. like you wanted to get out of that. Yeah. Just get out, just get out, get out. And so so once you let yourself feel it, how did it? Yeah. I mean, I just take deep breaths and I cry and I cry and I cry Mm. and then I had some tea. (laughs) Right, right, right. And so how long do you think you cried for? Mm-hmm. Probably like f- solid hour. 
And did you just lie on the couch and cry? Did yeah. you call Joe? No, I don't. No, I don't call Joe. I don't call anybody. You just sat on the couch. Not and because, cried. and I feel really supported and really loved. I don't feel alone, mm-hmm. like at all. Yeah. So I just, yeah, I just, yeah, I just cried. And then in my experience, when we have these like really painful feelings, whether they're, it's sadness or fear or something really like hard to sit in, if we do sit in those feelings, the second we say like, you know what, I'm just going to sit in it. The feeling changes. The feeling changes. It flows. Like, that's how it is with everything. It's not just death. Like, you need to just take a deep breath and let it flow to allow for something else to come. You know, like, that mm-hmm. that movement needs to happen. Because if not, what happens? I would have probably drank a bottle of wine that night. Yeah. Or not a bottle, but, you know, like, a lot of wine. Yeah, yeah. And still... And by by the way, I'm still sad, you know, like, but like been a different type of sad. Yeah. Well, then and that can create a really bad pattern. Well, yeah, because then you're sad, not only about. Yeah. And then you feel dad. shitty and then you wake up the next day and you're like, I'm not doing anything with my life yeah. and blah, blah, blah. You know, like. Well, this is a cycle that many of us, most of us have been through. Yeah. I mean, this is like the human. I mean, I, you know, like, I, yeah, I'm not going to articulate this well, but like, let me just try for one second. Like, basically, like what you're describing or what what I mean when I say that this is a cycle is that like, we feel a feeling and instead of feeling the feeling, we want to escape the feeling. So well, we don't even really know what we're feeling. We don't see so yeah, a lot of times we feel a feeling and we're not even aware that we're feeling a feeling. Instead, we jump to the wine or yeah. the whatever. And we just like want to avoid the feeling. And then eventually, like some, and or we confuse the feeling for another feeling. Mm-hmm. We're like, oh, like you might not have said, like, oh, I, I feel sad. I'm going to sit here and cry. You might have said, oh, you know what? I, I feel, I don't know, like anxious or oh, yeah. I feel tired. I'm just going to go to sleep yeah. or whatever you could do to avoid that yeah. feeling you might have done. Um, and I mean, by the way, even that you might not have done. It, it, I mean, if you had jumped to the wine, you would have missed this whole. Thing. Okay, but so you jump to the wine, and then all of a sudden, you feel a different feeling. You don't even remember why the feeling yeah, that you felt the first time. I mean, it, that's the thing. It's still going to be there. Like, what, you, you know, it's still well, going to be there. So it's it. like, how do you. And then you, it compounds. Or do you let it just control you in a way that you're not even aware of, well, which exactly. is really dangerous? Exactly. So then you're like, un, you're, you're stacking unawareness on unawareness mm-hmm. on unawareness. And like, all of a sudden, you're shrieking at your partner when really, yeah. like, three hours ago the seed of it was that you were just kind of sad about your dad or you create like a numbness or know, yeah or you worse. numb and then out you're just like unhappy and it's like this weird like constant unhappiness that's like it's like a weirder depression because mm. you're not crying all the time you're just like numb well and depression <laughs> is interesting because depression is really like depression when you're when we're depressed, we just have too many feelings to feel. Yeah, it's like we're not able to process the amount of feeling we have. So like when we're depressed, it just feels like the feelings are insurmountable. So we can't feel. It's like that sort of. I don't think depression is always the same as numbness, but there's an aspect to mm-hmm. it. Like when we feel depression is so dangerous because it's like it's like we're our bodies are not allowing ourselves to feel the feelings to feel and there's the just feelings. like such a an intense and amount identifying of the feeling and then also breathing through it and hope i mean obviously you know there's different levels of depression yes um but i do yeah, think there's you have to too. allow space for things to move 
Well, yeah. And usually, I mean, hopefully, like one of the healthiest things a depressed person can feel is is anger. Yeah. Because that can just like move us. Just that can like even move us you can, a little like, bit. Move past the anger. Yeah. You know, I read another book that actually really got me into meditating because mm-hmm. I was depressed a long time ago. I was going through a breakup and I was just so unhappy with my career. And I was like, I forgot. I was like late twenties, early thirties, and I was really, really depressed. Like I was so depressed that like I actually like stopped having sugar. I stopped drinking because I was like, if any, like I felt like I was just. Like the water mm. was like, mm-hmm. I was about to go under and I was mm. so scared to move mm. because I was, I was like, that's it. I'm gone. Like if I go, you know, mm-hmm. it was just horrible. And I read this book, Unstuck, The Seven Steps Out of Depression, which is mm. basically everything you should try before you go to medication. Mm. Like if these things really don't work. And the meditating was one of the things. Do you remember the other things? Yeah. Um, not everything, but... um. Uh, holistic teacher like acupunctures mm-hmm. like stuff stuff mm-hmm. like that exercising mm-hmm. um calling a friend oh mm-hmm. this one was good it was to create like a medical sheet for you like if a doctor prescribes something to you mm-hmm. but you you do it to your like you prescribe it to yourself so it's like wake up and meditate call someone mm-hmm. no matter how hard it is because it's really hard when you're depressed mm-hmm. to call someone yeah why? and it's not even call and tell someone like i'm depressed just call like just call to yeah, talk why? to someone can you talk to, Go out to that for, for one walk. second why it's so hard to call people when we're depressed well, for me, it's because I don't want to bring anybody else down. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what it is for me. Right. Like, it's so lonely. Like, you assume that, like, nobody else could possibly feel it. Well, also, like, if you're, like, okay, like, I don't want to, like, bring you down. You know? Right. Like, I don't want to suck you into this. I, I don't like that feeling of depression. So, like, I don't want to bring anybody else But it's also so tricky because, like, when we're depressed, it seems like nobody feels like we feel. Like, if it really looks like when we look outside yeah. that, like, nobody could possibly feel as low as we feel right now. Yeah. You know? And it's like so being broke. But you're like, there's, like, nobody Right. Gets nobody gets that I can't pay for this I am dinner. right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know? It's like, you just, all of a sudden, the world is like, somebody having a cup of coffee, you're just like... Right. Oh like, I just remember, you know, when I moved here, I was so broke. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's hard to feel like, and so when we feel like maybe we're the only ones, then we further isolate, isolate ourselves, yeah, which is yeah. so crazy. Um, okay. I just wanted to, uh, there was something else I wanted to ask you, but now I just was going to finish like quickly about this like cycle situation. Cause like, so a lot of times we go, and then we drink the bottle of wine and then we wake up the next morning and not only is that sadness still there, but also all of a sudden there's like this deep like sort of self-hatred mm-hmm. about having had the bottle of wine mm-hmm. and ignored the sadness mm-hmm. because we didn't give ourselves enough credit to know that we could take on the sadness, that we could feel the sadness. What's interesting to me is like, and I'm wondering if you can distill this a little bit, um, when you allow yourself that space to sit on the couch and cry, like, can you talk about how the sadness moves? This Um, is hard, but like, does, what does the sadness become? And then, and then when you have the tea, like before you go to bed, what is your state there? Well, it's different because the sadness, 
just because, you know, I've been sad about other things in my life. Mm-hmm. The sadness with my dad. Yes. Grief is different. Is very different. Mm-hmm. It's very volatile. Mm-hmm. It's not linear. Mm-hmm. So for me with that specifically, mm-hmm. it's just accepting mm-hmm. that this is a sadness that I'm going to live with for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. And that's different. Mm-hmm. I think that's different than mm-hmm. like sad, like, than because I'm not, I don't think I'm going through a depression. I don't think I'm in a depression now. I mm-hmm. was immediately after, but I don't think I'm in that now, like the way that I was when I was like in my early 30s, that depression that mm-hmm. I was talking about. That mm-hmm. depression felt very, very much like I was going to need medication mm-hmm. and like I was in a really, really bad place. I know. I wanted to ask you what you meant when you said you felt like you were going to go under. But wait, I, let's keep talking about this for but a second. With my, with my dad, like that's different. Like, Like it's just like... It's just like accepting like this is life, you know, and like how lucky I was to have him as a father and have those memories. Right. But like, so how lucky you were to have him as a father feels a little bit like being in gratitude. Oh, definitely gratitude. I mean, that's the way out of anything is gratitude. Like talk about like trying to be present, like just be grateful. Yeah. I mean, I think it's so interesting because gratitude is not only a practice, but also um, like a, an arrival into gratitude like you can it's a state of being it's a state of being but you could practice it you can wake up every morning Mm -hmm. i did this when i was really depressed and just write. which now i'm like i can't remember if it was in that book it might have been but it was definitely something that i remember doing and i would write down three things that i was grateful for Mm -hmm. and it was very hard for me to do Mm -hmm. but i was like you know i have a bed right you know everyone i love is still alive yep like just starting like really with the basics. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. once you start doing that and you start doing it every day and if you're diligent, naturally your brain, I mean, you can trick your brain. Your brain, mm-hmm. the second that you start paying it, like a molecule, the second like a molecule knows that it's being looked at, it actually changes. Right. Now you know, some quantum, quantum mechanics. Um, but you know, but like I, I, that, that kind of like knowing that just made me be like, I can retrain my brain. Mm-hmm. You know, my mm-hmm. brain is in bad habits right now. Like, I need to do something about this. And these mm-hmm. are the steps. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I know scientifically it's possible. Yes. So, like, that to me is enough. So, when, when you said you earlier that you felt like if you didn't do something, you might go underwater. Mm-hmm. Like, what? Because I know I'm that so there are people that. listening to this who, who identify with that feeling. Because I certainly do. I mean, there are times, you know, where you're just like, wow, my mental health is so fucking fragile right now yeah like and and i don't know if that's real or not to be totally honest i mean i think real like like i think that sometimes i think to myself like wow like i could go under okay so when i say that what i'm imagining is that this sense that like i don't know i might get so depressed that like i stop doing all work i stop calling all people and then i get i don't know isolated to the point where I just won't get out of bed. Yeah, you you won't get out of bed. But like you know, for months, you know, like that's the way I'm seeing it. Like right. Going so that's under, what you meant. Specifically. Like like my mom's gonna have to come from Miami. Oh, I see. Yeah, <laughs> like, and like because I'm just not gonna you know the apartment back then. You know, like the apartment, the dishes were gonna be right, everywhere. Right, right, right. Like right. I just wouldn't have the energy to live. Right, 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 right. I don't right. think I would have. I, I wasn't you know suicidal. Um, but just more of like not having the energy to live. Yeah. Yeah. I totally know what you mean. Yeah. I guess I I guess what I mean, and I, and I I don't mean to say that that feeling isn't real because of course it's real. All feelings are real. That's not what I meant. 
What I mean is sometimes, and, and this is a, a, actually a question for you, like what I wonder is, do you think that that, that that would have actually literally happened? Like, do you think that, because sometimes I wonder for myself, I mean, I've certainly, like, my worst fantasy mm -hmm. is that I'm going to disappear. I mean, I guess not literally, right? Because I don't believe in magic. And no, I'm not like, talking oh, wait, about mean, like, killing myself. No, oh. my worst, <laughs> no, no, my worst fantasy is that like, I, like everyone who has ever known me will forget me mm. that I ever existed. And I, I don't know, like I like have this image that like, you know, like if, if we were all making a mass pilgrimage to some other planet, like I would be left behind or something. Like I just wouldn't exist. Why do you exist. think you feel that way? Why do you think that's like your fear? Uh, you know, like, I mean, I think, um, you know, I had parents who off and on suffered from narcissistic personality disorder. And like, and, you forgot know, you. <laughs> I feel like, like I need to be seen and heard yeah. in some way. You know, so of course, like I have, I mean, anyone who has narcissistic parents or one, we, we have some, some a little bit of narcissism ourselves. Just because narcissism, by the way, I don't know if I've said this on the show before, is just a way of looking at the world. All it is is like, it's a way of, oh, fuck. See, I'm not a therapist, so I, and I feel like I need to disclaim this. I don't mean that it's all it is, okay? I'm not trying to reduce... I'm Just for the sake of this conversation, I want to talk about narcissism in this way, mm -hmm. okay? I'm not an expert. There's millions of books written on narcissism. I've read some of them. They're great. Our president. But the way that I like to... Oh, God. The way that I like to think about narcissism that feels like very useful for me is that it's a way of looking at the world um, that 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 is a trick that says like some people are more and other people are less or some things are more or better and other things are less or better. Some values are better. Some things are worse. Mm -hmm. There's like this, this hierarchical way of seeing things where mm -hmm. you're not as good as some people and you're way better mm -hmm. than other people or, or you're not as good as anybody. Everybody's better than mm -hmm. you. Okay. Or you're way better than everybody or you used to be shitty, but now you're great or whatever the whole thing that there's always this like ranking. scale. There's always this like ranking. Um, so I guess that's what I mean. So sometimes when I say that, like, I have, of course, like, there are days where I go, oh, fuck, like, I'm just never going to be as good as blah, 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 blah. Or like, I'm never, I'm, or like, I will, I'll never have this thing that's so important. Sure, I have all this other stuff. I have these but great not this things. one shiny but like, object. But that thing is thing, so great, yeah. and I'll never have that thing. Like, I'm going to rank different things as more or less important. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Whatever. So... I think this fantasy of like being uh, sort of left behind has to do with that. Like some people will have everything and I'll just have nothing, mm. you know? Okay. So there's something there mm. in that, but also there's like a sort of an existential terror. There's just sort of yeah. like this feeling, this fear that I've had where, where like, if I don't know who I am, like maybe I will not know anything thing like maybe i will cease to exist like like and anyway so i, I i'm just saying like there's there's some there's some no, interest you keep going back to like who are you like who am yeah, i like I do, maybe I? maybe i want um, this just came to me like maybe it's like is it like a sense of purpose like that makes you feel like you know who you are yeah i mean no i mean i think look i'm struggling with this like and personally. maybe you're just not one thing well i'm not one thing I am where none of us are. Yeah. We are, we're all, we're nothing and everything. I yeah. mean, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, but certainly like just personally in it, this is no secret. Like 
I mean, when you become a mom, I mean, my whole identity is really shifting right now. You're a mom. I have no fucking idea. Everything I used to do before is like nothing like I do now, you know? And so that's, and I'm just in nine months here. And, you know, there was a whole year of being pregnant where everything was in flux too. I'm sure it was terrifying. Oh my God. Oh my God. It's all sort of terrifying. But I guess like, when when I'm talking about this fantasy, you know, like of going under your mom coming to take care of you or, you know, like this fantasy of um, like disappearing, mm-hmm. um, I, you know, there's sometimes where I think like go there. Like, would it really happen? I mean, certainly, look, you're talking about oh, no, something I'm very like, no, literal. I couldn't have gone no, no, there. No. That would have been so bad. Yeah, maybe it would have yeah. been. And I, and I don't know. It just felt like the bottom and this – book these exercises and meditate like meditation changed my life great a hundred percent changed my life yeah um i had to be like so desperate that like i went i found i found this book that i think the guy was like on npr and like i heard it and i was just desperate and i was like i need to try this and i really didn't want to take medication yeah um and it really really helped me Mm. you know but i was it's funny, like, I had to start meditating when I was, like, really desperate. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know? Well, yeah, I mean, sometimes desperation, like, yeah. really, like, drives us to do some very healthy, healthy things. And, you know, and again, like, I could have gone in another totally different direction. Sure, exactly. You know? Right, right, right. Just booze and drugs. Right. Well, to differentiate myself from you for a second, just to clarify, like, I'm not saying that people shouldn't get the help they need when they get the help. They, oh, they, I didn't. They, no, I'm not saying oh, you're yeah. you're saying that. I just want to clarify for our listeners that, like, if you feel like you're in a place where, like, maybe you're not going to get out of bed, you probably should start meditating or call your therapist or call mm-hmm. your mom or call your friends or get go on medication or, like, whatever you feel mm-hmm. like you need to do. Take care uh, of yourself. For me, I'm talking about, like in my life right now and maybe there's something in your life that you can identify with when I sit or you know identify maybe there's a part of you that identifies with what I'm about to say too like I sometimes like sometimes when you're sinking like swim deeper like sometimes when there's a sense that you're you you're maybe losing it like maybe you actually need to just let it go Mm -hmm. and like and I'm not can you be more specific can you give me an example yeah yeah so like and this is sort of one of them right so like I feel like I'm losing my identity okay Okay. so there's part of me that's like oh fuck like I need to go do everything that I used to do okay so what I used to do is every single morning I would wake up and first thing I would do is my mantras then I would meditate then I would journal then I would work out like those were like the things that like kept me sane okay and like I, I mean no matter how much I try she's nine months old it doesn't really feel like that's that can be my fucking life anymore. Certainly, I mean, I don't know until that she starts sleeping life. later or you know. I start going to bed at 7 p.m. or like, I don't... Do you have any time to meditate at all? Or Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I always meditate. That's like a through. But these other things were really important to me too. I mean, yeah. certainly like working out every morning was important. And by the way, now I'm like, I feel like I'm sick once a month. You know what I mean? Like yeah. just being a mom is like, you're, you're I, I never get the sleep that I need, like really need. Even though, even though now she's a great sleeper. She's sleeping 10 and a half hours every that's night. That's amazing. I know. Ideally, it would be 12. It's fine. So 10 you know she sleeps straight through like but so but the point is just that like instead of going i have to question myself i have to say like no maybe it's not about re regaining some 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 like ideal identity the one that i had i mean it's not about like firming that up in some way maybe it's about letting it all go and seeing what else emerges yeah 
I mean, it kind of goes back to like the thing with my dad, like breathing through. Like you have to, mm-hmm. like I don't know. Have you had like a little? Maybe you can do a little ritual to say goodbye to that person. Absolutely, you know? just like a nice sweet farewell and yeah. like. Because if you don't let that go over, like if you're holding on to all of that, you're not going to allow yourself to experience anything that's like actually happening and leave room for the new stuff. That's exactly right. And so sometimes we think that what we need to do when, you know, we're in the river and it's flowing is grasp on to that fucking branch. But sometimes if we just like let go, the river will bring us to a shore that's even more glorious than the one we just came from. You should never fight the current figuratively or literally. That's exactly (laughs) right. So that's what I mean when I say sometimes when you're sinking, just swim deeper. Okay, that makes sense to me. Yes. (laughs) I was like, wait, what do you mean? Why would you do that? Why would you ever? But by the way, it is it is sort of nonsensical. It is absolutely absolutely irrational yeah it's irrational and it you also just need like a lot of trust so much trust that's right it's like it requires a major leap of faith and that's what we're here to talk about you guys faith um no but i mean this we have you have to have faith in something i mean whatever it is it doesn't have to be you know this classical god that's well yeah i don't casually throw out the word spiritual but sometimes like the answer to our uh you know fears that we think are these rational fears are very sometimes the answers are irrational and you can substitute like a spiritual for that or i don't know where you or you know there's paradox there like whatever however you want to frame uh however whatever you want to call irrational other than irrational you can call it but certainly it's not like it doesn't follow linearly that when you're sinking you should swim deeper you know do you tell yourself that you're doing a good job yeah, I mean, I do all sorts of shit. You know, I'm also like a huge... Are you in therapy? No, I actually need a good therapist. I, my husband and I see a therapist, and I really, not like all the time, but like every now and then, I really like that therapist, and I'm having a hard time finding one that I like as much as ours. Yeah, yeah. I have a great therapist. Okay. I'll give you. I'll give you a round. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, I'm a fan of therapy. I love therapy. Huge, huge fan yeah. of therapy. So I've been doing therapy since I was like 50. So I love therapy. So that's mm-hmm. one thing that I do. I do that. I meditate. Um, I, I do journal, you know, like I'm trying to like pick that up again. Yeah. Um, but like, I'm always just sort of like struggling with, with these questions, you know? And then I also remind myself that it's this existence. is like, exactly this is existence. This is, this fucking is it. life. This and like, is what if it. this is it? This you know? is it. Like, exactly. What if this is it? Is that okay? Yeah. You know what? Yeah. 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 <laughs> because what the fuck else is it going to be? Yeah. Like what? I'm going to fight this. Yeah. You're not in like competition with the universe. Nope. You know, nope. Like, and I think that's where I get my trust. It's like, I'm not in competition with the universe. Yeah, dude. Like I'm here. Speaking of which, and we don't have to talk about the big news unless you want to, but you're waiting on some like oh, pretty know. impactful <laughs> news right now. I know. So how do you deal with that in your life right now? Like today, like you're waiting on some, you can say what the big news is or not. I'm wait- yeah, no, I mean, I'm waiting to hear if my pilot deputy gets picked so up. So you're the lead in a pilot and you want it to get picked up. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Cause, like, <laughs> well, not always, of course. Like there's times that I've had jobs and I'm like, I'll be okay if this one doesn't so you're gonna find yeah. out today because upfronts are next today. week yeah they said and the fox upfronts are monday 
So yeah, so you have to know by Monday. So probably today, mm-hmm. today's Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So how do you like deal with your day when you have this big impending news? Well, I'm doing this, which is really nice. Okay, it's so funny, it's a nice though. distraction. Yeah, a nice distraction. I was talking to my sister before and I thought I was really chill and then I realized I had been talking to her and was not listening at all. Yeah. I was like, I've been talking to you for 15 minutes. I'm so sorry. I've just been thinking if my pie is going to get picked up or not. I was wow. totally not present. How did you realize you weren't present? How did you realize you because weren't Because she listening? was talking and I was like, what are we talking Wait, about? Wait, what are we talking about? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like, just got back and I was like, oh my gosh, she's still talking. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I actually feel like I'm pretty chill today and yesterday, Monday, I was like, oh my God, you know, and I never look at the trades or anything like yeah, that, but I was yeah. like, what are they saying? You know, and yeah, I was like, well, yeah. this is obnoxious you yeah, know like yeah. why am i doing this to myself because well, you're trying to find some sense of control right yeah of course yeah but well, we all do that we i mean like, like a meditation just like everything's okay like you know all those things all yeah. those things just yeah. and now you feel better yeah i do yeah 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 and this is a nice distraction yeah i actually really forgot about it oh my god i'm sorry to remind you no well, you would have remembered when you left yeah anyway. yeah but yeah it's nice when we can like i mean i feel very present with you right here so yeah here. this is like a nice back really and nice. forth a mutual yeah. uh like i still i want to like interview you about just being a mom and all of that because i'm like joe and i want to start maybe trying next year so it's like bleh. oh my god i'll tell you all about it yeah it's like by the way the best thing that's ever I'm happened sure. but it is terrifying Not to take away from that i'm like i'm sure but just career wise and everything it's just like yeah ugh, yeah being so an scary. actor being an actress is a yeah. tricky thing when you're talking about getting pregnant and, yeah it's really scary yeah yeah all right, well, yeah. we'll talk I have to come back and interview it. you. Okay, great. <laughs> I love it. Um, thank you so, so much. Thank you. This, this was, was so, nice. so beautiful and so yeah. nice. Thank you. Thank, thank you. That's our show. Thanks for listening. Follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at I am Kat Foster and reach out to us using the hashtag ActingRealPod. For links and recommendations from this week's episode, visit ActingRealPodcast.com. Episodes go up on Mondays. Subscribe to the show and rate and review us. It would mean so, so much to us if you did. This podcast is produced by Hanami Sutton and Chris Mako with technical assistance by David O'Hara and music by Sean Hokanson. We love you guys. We really, really do. Thanks for listening. See you next week.